Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Sean Smith. Well, there's a new sound to country radio on Friday and Saturday nights. It's a heap of country music and good times infused with hot production with a pinch of John Garabedian's open house party and served up by a fresh talent named Coop. Introducing Red Cup Country. It's designed to make your station stand up and stand out in a sea of sameness. And it's delivered in Canada by Momentum Media Networks. Well, Coop, you are one busy dude working mornings in Philly and uh, driving Detroit and holding down Red Cup Country for five hours on the weekend. Dude, how do you do it? <laughs> I, you know, it's it, for me, it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. I've wanted to uh, be in radio since I was seven years old. So for uh-huh. me, it's something that I still enjoy as much as I loved pretending to do it when I was a kid. So it's, uh, you know, people say, how are you, how are you doing three, four jobs? It's, it's not a job to me. I, I can't believe someone pays me to do this, to be honest with you. At seven years old, did, did you have like a setup in your room or, you know, did you play DJ or you just, it was all in your head? Yeah, it's funny. My parents uh, got me a, you know, one of the old karaoke machines that had two cassette decks and then, you know, the microphone. And I would have my little brother, who's two years younger than me, sit in the room and I would host my own morning show and I'd give away, I held held contests and I'd give away things from my room, like, you know, a poster of Trisha Yearwood that I had on my wall. Like, you're caller number nine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been uh, essentially doing radio since I was seven years old. So. Yeah, I love it. Coop, you passed the test. That's it. That's the test for radio. Good. If you're doing it at that age, you know, you got the ironing board out. And, you know, in my day, we had turntables, yep. you know, put the turntables up and uh, play to the guest room, you know. I love it. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're not the uh, oldest cat on the radio. You're a young guy, you know, a uh, young family. Um, what was your first gig? Yeah, so my first official paid gig, you know, because outside of that that uh, bedroom in my karaoke machine, that wasn't a paid gig, believe it or not. Uh, my first paid gig was I did uh, overnights at a station called 106.9 The Fox, which was a classic hits uh, station in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And then in addition to doing that, I was also the morning show intern slash producer. Um, and so I was actually, believe it or not, 15 years old. So my mom had to drive cause I, I didn't have a driver's license. So my mom had to drive me to the radio station at 6am to start with the, uh, the morning show. And I got a uh, special pass out of class so I could start school later on the day. So I'd leave at nine 30 in the morning and she would have to come pick me up again and take me to school. I would do my whole school day and then I would leave from there. And then I did, uh, the, the overnight show. Uh, from it was midnight till three then where I actually got to go on the air and uh, we used uh, uh, carts uh, when I first started out back. Then. Right. So that was okay. my first gig. So you're not that young. All right. These were paid gigs. Yeah, this was uh, it was a, the internship was not paid, but the overnights, the three hours that I did Monday through Friday was a paid gig. And I think, uh, I, you know, it was whatever minimum wage was at the time. So I want to say it was like l- the lower five dollars and, and change right. that I was making to do that. But I sure enjoyed oh, yeah, it. You're. You're a young guy. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us started out at lower than that. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. So, so how did you transition from, you know, part-time nights into something, something full-time? 
Well, I, I would have to say that I owe most of the, the credit to the people that were around me and that believed in me, if not all the credit, really. There was a guy who did afternoons at that same station, 106.9 The Fox and Virginia Beach. His name uh, was Mike Anthony, and he, he did afternoons, and he kind of took me under his wing, and I, I remember the first thing he said, I came to him and I said, hey, you know, I love this. I want to learn more. Just whatever it is, can I sit in? Can you teach me something? And the first thing he did was he gave me a uh, he gave me Howard Stern's Private Parts, told me to read it, and mm-hmm. he gave me a uh, VHS tape that was a some sort of documentary about the beginning of radio. And I mean, it was the most boring two hours of my life because you're talking they're focusing on things like transmitters and all of that. And he goes, "Come back to me, you know, after you're done with these things, and and we'll talk." And so I did both of those things, and I came back, and and he said, "All right, now let me tell you this." Do you want to uh, barely get get by on salary um, and do this every single day because you love it? Because if you don't and you want to make money and you want to be famous, leave right now. Don't ever do this again. And uh, <laughs> I, I and and I fell in love with it, you know, right then and there. And and he taught me so many things uh, about you know editing calls and and color interaction and and personality and you know how to change. Uh, your mood over certain, you know, tracks that you're playing. And, and he taught me things like pro tools and and back then it was saw, but you know, I guess you could uh, equate that to Adobe audition today. So, um, yeah, I would say Mike Anthony is the first person that I have to say, uh, to say thank you to, because without him, I certainly wouldn't have been able to, to do what I'm doing now. Now, what about formats? Uh, yeah. You run the gamut? I, I did. I've done them all. And I've done all day parts from, from you know, <laughs> overnights to mornings to middays to afternoons to nights. But, you know, my true passion lies with country music. I grew up listening to country music. And so, you know, getting my foot in the door, I, I think everything happens for a reason. Because had I not got into that classic hit station, and I remember, you know, I was 15 at the time. I'm going, I don't, I don't know really who any of these people are outside of outside of John Mellencamp and Tom Petty. But, you know, I was 15 years old. And so I was like, man, I, I just got to do this to get my foot in the door. And I'm so glad that I did because it ended up opening up doors to the, the country station we had in town, which was uh, 97.3 The Eagle. Uh, John Shambi's a guy who was uh, running the place over there. And he gave me a chance to uh, once again do overnights. But I did full-time overnights uh, over there, which was midnight till uh, till 5 a.m. or 5.30, I believe. So fast forward for me, you're now kind of known as the personification of country and party. Like They describe Red Cup as like a rave for country radio. How did you get to put those things together? Well, it's funny because as, as growing up as a country music fan my entire life, uh, you know, growing up, country wasn't cool. I mean, you, you know, I got made fun of for being a country music fan. And I kept trying to tell people as they'd make fun of me, country music's not what you think it is. It, it certainly isn't all about dogs and, and heartbreak and, and trucks and, and all of that. It's, it's about everyday life that you, things you like to do. What do you like to do on the weekend? You like to drink beer and have a bonfire. That's what country music's about. Do you like, you know, girls, do you like guys? That's what country music's about. So, um, when I started to, to get into uh, some of the bigger markets and, and really when I got into Pittsburgh and met Keith Clark, who's the owner uh, and creator of, of red cup country, I kept talking about how, you know, you had open house party, which is this iconic weekend party show um, with James Garavini. And and I thought, why isn't there something like this for country music? Because it's just as cool. And let me tell you something. I've been around both crowds and I think country people know how to party a little bit more. (laughs) So so when Keith came to me with the idea of, hey, here's this name called Red Cup Country and here's this thought of doing a party show. What do you think? I immediately said, sign me up. I've been waiting for this my entire career. 
you know, we have stations that are running the show in Canada. And uh, before that, it was just a, a normal seven to midnight country sure. show on the weekend. You know, maybe there's a few up-tempo songs or what have you. But now there's a, a vibe um, that you're bringing that just has kind of revolutionized Saturday and Friday night for that matter. Tell me about this Mashville mini mix. You've found a way to do what, you know, top 40 radio does and you, you mash songs together. Is that something you're mixing down on your own? No, I have to give the credit there to our DJs, which is a guy named DJ Skills and TJ the DJ, uh, both really, really talented guys, all part of the the, the team at, at Red Cup. Again, the idea of Mashville Minimix, and by the way, what a killer name, isn't it? Yeah, it's killer. <laughs> um, it, it came from the, the brain of, of Keith Clark, who is the uh, owner and creator of the show, and, and he said, I've got this name, and I've got this idea. You know, once again, why can't country be... Uh, this cool party and uh, then DJ skills uh, took it away. And, and he, so he mixes down those songs and it's four songs per hour that are mixed and, and mashed together. We like to say like, you've never heard them before. And, and it's true. I really think that's the best way to put it. You're hearing these hit country songs and uh, in a, in a way that uh, they haven't been heard before. And, and I think it just brings to the vibe of red cup country. What other things uh, do you bring on the show that, uh, you know, for the programmers out there, really kind of revolutionized uh, a party show for the weekend, uh, in addition to the to the Mashville mini mix? What, what other stuff do you throw in there? So every every single show has a special guest country star that is, uh, you know, I interview them on the show. For instance, uh, this upcoming weekend's Jimmy Allen, but we've had them all. You name them from Luke Combs to Tim McGraw, Kenny Chesney, Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert. They've all been on the show, and I think uh, one of the things that I like to do is is match the vibe of Red Cup Country. And so it's supposed to be a party. It's supposed to be a weekend. It's supposed to be fun. So the chats that I have with these artists uh, reflect that. You know, I'm not asking questions about their upcoming album or, or, you know, when are you getting back in the studio or who do you want to do a duet with? It's questions like, what's the most redneck thing you've ever done? Or what's your cure for a hangover or, you know, things like that. And I think that, uh, again, not only does it bring to the vibe of red cup, but it, it showcases these artists in a really fun way that their fans get to experience. And then the other thing I'll add to that is every single hour of the show, it's a five hour show. Uh, I try to incorporate as many listeners and, and, and calls as I can. We have a feature called best weekend ever. That's uh, in the first hour of the show. And it's essentially right in the title. You know, why is this weekend the best weekend ever for you? And people call up and they they brag about things like, uh, you know, we're going on a cruise this weekend, or we're just having a bonfire and having a couple of cold ones, listening to red cup. And, and I think it, um, gives the the stations and the affiliates uh, something that uh, they might not have had before. And, and again, really matches the vibe of the party. Talk to me about working a party show in the middle of a pandemic. What is the <laughs> responsibility now on your shoulders to get out there and provide a certain uh, vibe on a Saturday night? What does that look like now? It's a great question, you know, and it's something that I really did have to um, have to kind of balance because, again, the, the show is a party. And, and I have always felt in my heart, regardless of what format that you're working, that that radio and music in general should be an escape from the everyday life. You know, if we want to uh, hear the, the the scary headlines, we'll flip on the news or open an Internet browser because it's everywhere. So for me, I wanted to keep the fun up. But 
you know, also being realistic. Um, and so for instance, with that best weekend ever, uh, bit that we do in the beginning of the show, I really had to kind of, uh, reel it back a bit because people they're they're they weren't allowed to, to go out and, and do the things that they normally would be doing on the weekend. And so we found a, a realistic vibe for that while still bringing the, the fun and the party aspect of the show that hopefully provided an escape for everyone. Are you able to, um, bring in the country, uh, artists at this point uh, are they available to you to 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 show up on the show country music has been um incredible and they they always are it really is i've been lucky enough to work again in every format and and there's something about the country music genre and the artists that is unlike any other format i truly mean that in the sense that the artists are always willing to work with country radio um, and and shows like myself. And so uh, they've all made themselves available, whether it's, you know, via Skype or, or a phone call or whatever it is to uh, to continue to do these these uh, interviews during the show. So we haven't missed a single uh, celebrity guest yet. Tell me about the Red Cup. What's the significance of that? I'm, I'm up here in Canada. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> what, what is it? Well, I think it was born out of the idea of Red Solo Cup, which is, a, you know, a hit from, from Toby Keith. But really, uh, course, you know, you have that weekend party, uh, certainly, you know, here in the States. And, and what you usually do is you have that big Red Solo Cup and you fill it up with whatever your favorite adult beverage is. And it's really a, a, a sign of the weekend, I think, is that that Red Solo Cup. and and good times ahead. That and the drinking bone is connected to the party bone. Exactly. <laughs> I love that tune. Tracy Bird. Coop, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Um, just before we roll out of here, what do you, uh, what would you like to say to the folks in Canada who might be, uh, you know, kicking the tires on Red Cup Country? Well, first off, thank you for even taking the time to consider the show. It really is genuinely an honor of mine and something that I look forward to uh, to doing and producing and putting together uh, every single weekend. And, and I hope that, you know, you give the show a chance because I really uh, believe that your listeners will, will love the show. They'll want to connect. That's the other thing is that we have uh, probably, if not the, it's certainly one of the most interactive social media bases of any of the uh, syndicated shows that are offered out there with thousands of people that we get to connect with every weekend. So we give you something uh, a, a little different. Um, I think that not only your listeners will love it, but I think it'll match your brand and your station. And it brings something unique that stands out on the weekend uh, that nobody else will have uh, in, in your market. Coop, my job is done. Look at this. <laughs> You're great. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate Sean. it. Appreciate uh, all you. the best over the summer and uh, happy July 4. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Coop is the host of Red Cup Country. He joined us from his home in Philadelphia. And for more information on the show, you can contact Michael Olstrom at Momentum Media Networks. His handle is Michael at MomentumMediaMarketing.com. I'm Sean Smith. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, 
Check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com and listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.